Hello there, and welcome to the latest episode of the Sift Taker Snapshot podcast. Uh, joining me this evening is Mr. Polly. Hello there. And Matcha, is that right? Close enough. Better than most. <laughs> I try, I try. That's all that matters. <laughs> God, can, can, you do the, can you do God. the surname, Ben? Can you do the surname? Don't Man, torture Ma- the man. Mandarov. <laughs> <laughs> what should it be? Go on. I mean, the problem is that there's not the correct uh, sign in the English language for it. So you're, you're starting at a disadvantage anyway. So <laughs> that was good enough. <laughs> good. Anyway, <laughs> I'm still disappointed I get Rich's last name right. It's really difficult. <laughs> you know something? Weirdly enough, and nowhere of a lie, I have known people for about 20 years and they still mispronounce it nine times out of ten, despite the fact I've corrected them and said, it's not hard, it's it's not poly, it's poly, it's a short O. And it's like, Rich Poly, Rich Pooley. And I'm like, no, oh, I've known only, you 20 years, come on. <laughs> like, the only time I've ever had in mind, Robbie, someone called me Ben Hobart. When I clocked nice. into a hotel once, that's that's the best I've ever had. So wait, it's just Polly. That actually sounds easier for me. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. That's also the name of a chicken sausage in my country. Just so you know. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> it's um, it's uh, the root. Here you go. We're going to have a little bit of um etymology here. Um, of the the root of the name is from the French poulet, uh, for chicken. So yeah, that um, actually makes sense then. Yeah. So My it's a very kind of 1,500 years ago root of a word. Um, and uh, the French migration to England, the England migration to Scotland, the Scotland migration to Northern Ireland in the plantations. And uh, the name has morphed over time. So there you go. Never let it be said that you didn't learn something useless on the Sith Takers podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Surely they get that just from our hot takes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Anyway, right, so uh, this week we were going to be chatting a little bit about the XTC groups and was it, what's it called? The Woman of... Uh, the Woman of Star Wars. I was going to say that, but it sounded too right in my head. <laughs> yeah, so there was an event, what was it, week before last? Uh, last Sunday, yeah. Yeah, and it had what special list building rules, which I never quite read because I wasn't playing in it. So <laughs> basically, you had to include uh, two female pilots for your list to be legal. Okay, legal and separatists, because there's only uh, one. Yeah, separatists had to drop to one because you only have two. You have uh, them, and then you have a one of the tactical arrays counts as female, which I honestly forgot which one. <laughs> one of the numbers. So if you were playing Separatists, you had to use Zam. But Basically, they were very yes. upset about that, weren't they? Yes, and then they get, got shocked when they, uh, about three or four Django Zams made cut. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, no, oh. I have to use the best ship in the faction. Oh, how will I, I know, I have to use the best list in the game. How will... <laughs> <laughs> Such a hardship. But is it the best list in the game? That's the question. I the would result. argue against it. I would argue that it's not even probably top five lists in the game. Okay, that's a that's a, that's a spicy take. That's a hot take that number it? one. <laughs> <laughs> so, as so, you obviously might have guessed, that we have a guest on who did very well at that event. Either that, or Rich is just secretly trying to sneak on his resistance crew. <laughs> Little from column A. <laughs> 
Did you want to um, do you want to tell us your list? Oh yeah, so basically, uh, I had an enormous amount of luck in my cut. I ended up winning uh, winning the entire thing, which I would attribute about seventy percent just on my ability to not roll blanks. But the list itself was uh, a Tin Ray with only the title. I had ZZ Law with Cluster Missiles and Heroic. The Cluster Missiles I would get to later. And then I have uh, Poe Dameron, the, tri- uh, the trigger, the f- Happy Flyboy, or whatever the name is. And then with R4, the Heroic, Advanced Proton Torpedoes, and Overdrive Thrusters. So basically, Poe is the, the most expensive one uh, in that list. With Ray, incredibly skinny. Because yes. the only thing yes. you need on her, really... I would say the only thing you need on her is the title. And then she's yep. a two-force kind of three-dice gun. So Yeah, basically, my idea was either I spend about 30 points on making Grey extremely efficient, extremely fat, or I take a third ship and just hope I don't throw blanks. Which <laughs> surprisingly worked out. <laughs> I mean, that's a skill in itself, isn't it? Just don't roll blanks. Yes. There. Apparently, <laughs> that's a skill, and I got awarded that, that skill at least for a day. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm gonna shamelessly plug Green Dragoons uh blog uh, blog post. So I had the fortune of uh, writing up a guest spot, and it got published about 15 minutes ago, which <laughs> I, I have no idea where you're gonna release this. But currently, it's Tuesday. So if anybody wants to uh, read up more on breaking down the list itself, why I hate Resistance, even though it's the only faction I fly, uh, there's a blog post on X-Wing Analytica going into detail about the list. Yeah, so www.xwinganalytica.net. And if we remember, we'll put it in the show notes. Or we'll well, post it around the place as well. When we you, you're asking it like that because basically what you're saying is, Tim, will you Tim? do that? <laughs> <laughs> me, me and Ben don't know how to do the fancy magic. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's an interesting list because like, I know that that poll can be really, really effective, like hugely effective. But the, and, and he is hard to pin down, but if you make the wrong move with him and you put him somewhere that he can't double reposition his way out of with overdrive thrusters, then he can just he can just melt like Poe melts. Yes. Um, yes. I mean, the general idea of the list was, what are the three most annoying ships I have access to in the faction? And let's try to build them together. So ZZ basically doesn't die unless you make a mistake. Ray can point her uh, arc sideways and just go around in circles. And Paul also dies only when you make a mistake. So the general idea was to be more annoying than the other guy. And don't make any mistakes. I mean, (laughs) there's an argument I make in the article that of all the the aces in the game, Paul can allow himself a mistake. So you have seven health. Nobody's going to one-shot. You're not Suntir. You're not going to die to a random range three-shot. So you are allowed, like, a mistake per game. But you're not allowed is to make two mistakes, basically. Yeah. Just don't no park yourself no, in, no in front for me, of a swarm. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a don't park yourself in front of a swarm list, isn't it? With, yes. with all three of those ships. As long as you're yes. attacking from angles and you're giving yourself exit routes, then you can always 
bug out with the ship that does get targeted while punishing them with the two that don't. Yeah, um, the, the the final of the tournament is actually online. I think uh, I, I think Hexilab Games of somebody streamed it. And uh, the final is against five resistance ships, beef. And I basically just run around for 75 minutes. I think my paw shoots once the entire game, maybe twice. Yeah. So that's yeah, probably on... the best example of what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's on Hexiled Gaming. Um, I think it's still on Twitch. And he does sometimes or eventually upload things to YouTube as well. So I think it's on YouTube already, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Good, good. Um, so yeah, well done on winning. Um, it was uh, it was a, a good um, thing to see Resistance actually getting past top sixteen or top eight of a cut. To be honest, I mean um, it's, it's not a meta-defining tournament. There were only sixty-four people there, but yeah, it's nice to as a faction to finally win something because we lost a lot of finals and a lot of semi-finals and like, a lot of cuts in general. Yeah, so I mean, you you had to play against was it three Django Zams? Yes, three Django and Zams and power Django Zams. And yes. when you outbid Django Zam, which I assume you did, yes, um, then Poe's moving after Django. Everything's moving after Zam. Those fire sprays become an awful lot less scary. Yeah, I mean, in general, I uh, since I estimated that either Django Zam or Ray Wings are going to be the most popular archetype, I just bid under both of those. And I think uh, my cut was basically two Ray Wings, two Django Zams, and then in the final, uh, I got the Resistance Beef. So yeah, underbidding the popular list in that format proved to be huge. Also, while we talk about that tournament, I think it was for charity, and I'm sure... I know you could still donate to it if you wanted to. I can't remember yes. the charity right now. Yes, so they are uh, they are raising money for cancer awareness. I think it's for breast cancer, and I'm I'm proud to say they raised uh, two thousand and five hundred dollars already. And I think they're open a couple of more days. So if you, I, I can I can find the link and share you the link, and you can plug it on the web the, on the website or something. Okay, I I, I need to open up. Uh, a door. Just give me a second. No worries. No worries. Uh, that that's a that's a lot of money. Two two and a half thousand dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, that's good. That's a fantastic, fantastic thing. Um, what so I gather yeah. is it's some like a, a small, not a small store, but a, it's a store that's actually run the thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm not okay, even I'm sure. Like... Um, hiya. Hey, <laughs> we've yeah. just kept talking we've just kept talking oh, fine, about, fine. about how much awesome money has been raised and like yes. i don't know where it was being run out of was it an american event uh, or, yeah, yeah i think somewhere on the west coast i'm not really sure but we, they raised a ton of money and everybody con- contributed a lot and i'm really proud to have been a part of it awesome well yeah cool yeah, I, it was one of those ones where i kind of did get to watch bits of it because it was on the sunday and you know you see with the phone while the kids are being annoying or whatever. Um, it's just like, get, get away, I'm watching something. Um, and getting to actually watch some stream games is, is nice, um, particularly when, you know, it's an interesting list that's being built um, that you're you're watching being played. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, I think I watched one of your other games as well. Maybe was it Top 16 was streamed as well, was it? Top 8 top was eight? streamed as well, yeah. Yeah, and that was a little bit more one-sided than the final um because his 
was the other list in the final jousty? Yes. Yeah, it was Jousty McMazzy, or whatever it's being called these days. Yeah, I think we um, the, the compromise we arrived to was McMazzy, I think, or something like that. Jousty McMazzy face. It'll always be Jousty McJouse face to me. <laughs> Just because it's such a ridiculous name. <laughs> you lost all your viewers in Italy. I think <laughs> that sentence. To be fair, I think I think we've only lost one, but I'm not sure he listens. Anything. One guy is really pissed. <laughs> oh, cool! It's a walkie noise. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, shall we have a little chat about the XTC then? Uh, yeah, because obviously there's some people here who are playing in the XTC. So one of us couldn't be bothered. I was very busy. Yeah. for the whole of May, June and yeah. July and decided, also one weekend in August I decided to let Ollie be the captain again I was, I was too busy it seems legit <laughs> so Match is captain of Team Croatia by default not by election <laughs> I basically I was the last person to raise their hand and say not it <laughs> which is interesting because everyone on this cast right now is in the same group as well yeah. So you're actually all mortal enemies. Yeah, I so... Mean, the term <laughs> I prefer is canon fodder, but sure. <laughs> Whoa, that's no way to talk about Rich. <laughs> I mean, I thought I thought when I saw the, the draw happening that our group, Group C, was going to be the group of death. When I saw, you know, um, England, Ireland, um, Croatia, Canada... Um, and uh, as well as that, the, the Philippines um, and Finland all coming out of it. And then Group D, we'll come, come to the groups later on, um, came out. And it was like, oh, right, OK, there's literally no bad team in Group D. And I don't think there's a bad team in Group C. Either. In fact, I don't think there's a bad team in the whole tournament. We've, we've talked oh. about it in the past. It's the fact that every country has been able to just basically say, you know, well, there's no travel cost. You don't have to get all the way to Poland or all the way to Spain or all the way to America to play in the XTC this year. All you've got to do is have a laptop that's good enough to run TTS and you can join in. So there's a, a few teams that have um, probably are bringing a, a stronger lineup than otherwise they would um, and who are being involved when previously they wouldn't be able to. So Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, Malaysia, Philippines... Brazil. Basically the entire South America. Yeah. I mean, I the response has been huge. It's truly a world tournament. Yeah. So how many how many teams are there now? Is it 38? It should be 38, yeah. Yeah, so there's three team, three groups of eight and two groups of seven. So, yeah, 38. Do you see how fast I did that maths there? Um, <laughs> so that's fantastic. <laughs> Um, I mean, how quick I let you do that maths. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've got teams. So, like, I think the furthest east, assuming GMT is the center of the world, because we invented time here in the United Kingdom. Um, so, Japan is the furthest east, <laughs> or probably Australia, New Zealand. Yeah, I was about to ask, isn't Australia to the right of Japan? New Zealand. Am I bad at geometry? Geography. Uh, if we go with New Zealand. New Zealand, Australia, and Japan are all over that way. And then over the other way, you've got, um, I guess, 
the west coast of, of the USA goes quite far. Canada, well, I suppose the west coast of the USA includes Alaska, so, you know, they're really far over to that side. But then you've also got, like, Colombia, Peru, Chile. You've got, you know, but like a, a globe-spanning event, and it, it's amazing. Like, there's a, a big clump of European teams as well, obviously, but it's absolutely fantastic that events like like this have come out of the pandemic because this i think if the pandemic hadn't happened the xtc would still be in person and it would still probably have about 20 teams um and probably that... to get on a team then <laughs> yeah just turn up <laughs> yeah that's the, <laughs> that's the thing about the in-person version if you turn up at the tournament on the day if you can't get into a country you join the you join the eu team or whatever it's called and <laughs> crack on it's all good um so should we talk through the groups and um, have some spicy hot takes as we go through? It's my favourite thing to do. <laughs> okay. Group A. So they, they, they drew these, and it was funny, on um, Bartosz's um, Polska X-Wing stream, and they'd made up little marbles with each country flag on, um, which caused some consternation for Team All-Ireland, as they were saying, which flag do you want to use? And it was like, oh, we've literally been warning about that for 350 years. So <laughs> maybe just pick one. <laughs> let's, let's just go with it. Um, so, um, so, yeah. Just grow a potato. Yeah, we, we were trying to get them to use... Um, like a, a green one with the shamrock on it and they were like no we want it to be a visible flag that people will recognize and it was like right use the use the trickler use the republic of ireland flag because it's more recognizable than the uh than the northern irish flag where literally nobody knows what it looks like so um but you're actually not the only combined team i, I think no. lithuania and latvia combined as well they did yeah yeah they did they did um yeah i yeah i think i think we're a better team for it for TTS. Um, I think Ireland, the Republic of Ireland, didn't have enough people that played on TTS, and Northern Ireland could have got a team together, but we wouldn't have had any subs um, for people who actually were were playing on TTS. So it it basically means that two potentially quite weak teams have been able to combine forces and be a little bit stronger. But and they still had to pick you. They did, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but we're going to talk about our group in a bit and it's going to be full of smack talk and all sorts of greatness because Tim's Team England, I'm Team Ireland and matches Team Croatia. So um, so Group A, Poland, Brazil, Italy, Singapore, Norway, Greece, Malaysia and the Czech Republic. So we've had a member of Team Hellas, um, Greece, on a couple of weeks ago, Tom Fields Endopoulos, um, <laughs> who's become a naturalised... Uh, Athenian. I, you know, I didn't know who you were talking about. And I think, who are you talking about? I don't remember anyone from Greece coming up. <laughs> I mean, like, oh, Tom Fields Endopolis. Yeah. Oh. The Homitrus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Ma- Matcha, Matcha, hot takes on this one? Is there a hot think... take in this group? Uh, are we debating the entire group or just the two that will advance? Uh... If you're talking the two that will advance, I think this is the coldest group for hot takes. I think I'm, I, I saw Team Italy and they are insanely stacked and Poland will win any group they are in. So unfortunately for the other teams, I don't really see any possibilities there. Is that, Singapore's is, got um, XY as the captain. They? Yeah, uh, Singapore is extremely top-heavy, but I, I mean, I'm bad with names, but I'm not sure who is rounding up Team, team Singapore. Like, if, if you're doing one-offs, then Team Singapore for sure, but 
you have to fill seven people. I'm not familiar enough to say if they have seven people that can fight against Poland or Italy. Yeah, this is one of the things that I thought when I was looking at um, a couple of the teams uh, was initially, oh my goodness, he's a really good player and he's a really good player. Um, and then when you actually drill down into more into the squad than you know the first couple of people, the first couple of big, in inverted commas, names that you see, you kind of think, oh, I don't know those people. But that doesn't mean they're not good players. It just means that I don't recognize their name from being at the top end of a tournament. It was it was funny. I was watching the Gold Squadron hot takes, um, which for long-term listeners to the podcast will realize that was quite a thing for me. Uh, I was watching the Gold Squadron's hot takes, and they were so focused on people they knew from the events that they run or who they've played against in America. So it was very focused on, you know, well, we don't recognize any names from that country, so therefore they can't do well. Um, and it, I think it'll be interesting to see how the what, what the difference is um, exactly between... i think yeah because we're biased in our own way we're mostly going to recognize e european players and probably the top players from outside of the world i am personally am completely unaware of the south american meta and players so we i, I for one i have no idea who, who to estimate there and we're gonna probably all get surprised by the teams that do well compared to what we expected yeah, I, I know three, well, I know of three Colombian players, and I know of three Colombian players because they all beat me in one of the Kyber Cup tournaments. Um, yeah, who hasn't beat you? A, a few people here and there, new new, new joiners okay, to the club. It's bound to happen sooner or later. Yeah, I occasionally win things. Um, but yeah, we've got um, these, uh, the, there's these incredibly strong players um, who are on the, um, who are on the, uh, South Coast of America, not the South Coast of America, the South America. Um, sorry, my phone was just ringing and it was just distracted me by vibrating against my leg. It wasn't entirely unpleasant. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, we've got these incredibly strong players from South America who people just don't know about because, you know, they play the Peru Open, they play internally, um, and now they're playing on TTS. And when, you know, you enter the big 500-person Kyber Cup tournament, um, I think in three rounds I came up against two guys from Colombia and one guy from... Was it Chile or Peru or Brazil or somewhere? Um, I can't remember. I feel like and, it was Peru. I remember you talking about it. Yeah, and it was fantastic to play against those guys, but it was also a real learning experience for me because they played in a very different way. Um, so I'm used to kind of a certain... It's really hard to articulate what the difference was, but like I was you know, pushing my ships looking for quite a direct joust, and I thought they would come for it, and they were like fainting in and out and... You know, refusing to take bad engagements and stuff like that, and I was like, "Is this a style of play, or is this guy just better than me?" And it might have be both, um, because I was trying to <laughs> probably is I was trying to force uh, basically a straight joust, and he was like, "No, you can have one shot on an angle, and I'll have two shots on an angle, and then I'll disengage a bit, and then I'll come back round and do offer you the same trades." And yeah, it was um, he was very very good, um, but again somebody you'd never heard of until you know you play against them or you're in a one of those big you. online events <laughs> yeah well you know hands up you don't learn anything if you don't lose I mean, so you're just you just described the fact that someone didn't accept the joust into a jousting list someone did the right thing and you're like oh it's a weird style of pay people usually just joust it's me. not 
It's not fair. He, <laughs> he didn't. He didn't do the thing that I wanted to do. No, exactly. Oh, he doesn't know how to play X Wing. <laughs> <laughs> right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, have we got anything else about Group A before we move over? Um, I mean, are, I mean, what's the what is the general consensus here? Who are you picking for third spot after Poland and Italy? I'm going Singapore. Are we doing the, it on name recognition alone, or I'm going under? Well, I met I, him I, once, and he was a lovely bloke. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I don't know anybody from the Czech Republic team, and I know that Greece have been around the XTC for a long time. So I think that they'll have the matchups process down. Um, team Hellas will have the matchup process down, um, and they've got a couple of very good players um, in that squad as well. So um, I think that Team Hellas will take third place. But that said, um, a couple of other people that I tangentially know via the internet from um, Norway and uh, Malaysia as well. It's like, it's one of those ones where I think the top two is fairly easy to call but any of the other five could easily surprise one of the top two with a win and then it'll be a case of whether they can close out enough of the other rounds to to, you know, take second. Um, And there is also the thing in this group that Italy and Poland will be looking at it and thinking you know, we've got this. Will the other teams then, will they either relax and not play to the best because they think they've won it already? Um, or will they, or will the other teams rise to the challenge, basically? But, I I mean, Poland take it entirely super seriously um, and very competitively. And Italy, as you said, Mathieu, are incredibly strong in terms of individual player talent. Um I think the one the one thing um, people touched on it a couple of weeks ago when he was on talking about XTC. The, the, I think the only thing that could potentially be Italy in this tournament is is Italy, um, if they all get all Italian at each other and you know have some internal trouble and strife. But um, I are you in the Facebook group for Star uh, Star Wars Italy? No, I'm not. I, I highly recommend it because the meltdown has already started. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> I mean, they're still going to come second, with, and they're going to do well in the finals as well, but the meltdown has already started. Oh, no. Just um, refresh my memory. Who won last year? Was it, was it Poland or Spain? I can't remember. Spain. Spain, I think. Spain. Right. Spain, yeah. Was um, it a final between Poland then, if I remember? No, right. it was um, Germany. Was it? I can't remember. Yeah, because yeah, it's, know... it's round robin, so there's no final. It's just, you know, who gets oh, right. the best. Um, the best result at the end of it. So I think there was a bunch of teams on six and two, and Spain had um, worked the matchups so that they got max. They maximised MOV from their victories or something. Um, like it's like four D chess at that point. You know, we're all going to go six and two. You know, so we've got to maximise uh, MOV when we do win and minimise MOV loss when we lose. I honestly think that the hardest part of this is being the captain. Oh, yeah. Like, 100% the hardest part. I would not, all jokes aside earlier, I would not have Envy taken over as captain. No, it's hard. It's a hard job. I mean, um, 
to give a counterpoint, I mean, for a country that is expected to perform, absolutely. And I wouldn't wish the job of Oli or any other competent player. But for a small country that basically just rounds up people to come and play, I think the captaincy is a fun position to have. Uh, Especially been, without, without, without the burden of execution. <laughs> you've been enjoying yourself with Photoshop. Yes. <laughs> he just enjoys telling people what to do. <laughs> oh, I, I genuinely, um, it's, if you've not seen it, Team Croatia's um, Team Reveal videos, um, I genuinely showed them to my parents because they made me laugh so much. <laughs> I did quite like the um, the Irish one as well with you all doing the river dancing. Oh, river dancing, yeah. Yeah, oh, that, was, been good that was good, that. It's been good fun. All trying to look very serious. We've, we've got Group B now. So you've got Germany, New Zealand, Iceland, Scotland, uh, Ukraine, South Africa, Peru, and what's that, LTU? That's Latvia, Lithuania. Oh, right. So we've actually, one of ours is playing for Scotland, didn't he? We've got David Wynn, who's playing for Scotland. Yep. Um, obviously, Ed Holmes is also playing for Scotland. He's, he's Sith, sort of. He's he? adjacent, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he plays with us sometimes when he's about. So yeah. So there's, yeah, there's a couple, couple of guys from Scotland. I mean, on this one, is like, it a hot take if I say Germany is going to win the entire tournament? Coldest of takes. Not the group, the tournament. Uh, oh, the tournament! I mm. think Germany is going to win the tournament. Have so, you seen that team? They're going to be in top three. I have seen the team, and it's ridiculous. Is Santos um, to play in, do you know? No. Oh. I don't I'm believe so. Because he's been doing really well. Recently. What's his real name? Um, oh, you, you know I'm rubbish with names. Yeah, but they've um, not put Sad Toaster down on the... If he, if any, if he is playing that. and they haven't put Sad Toaster, I'm disappointed. And maybe that's his mail. <laughs> I think it's Matthias. So we've got they've got catch I'm awful with names. They've got catch Sasha, Sasha Wagner, Timo Rab. He's okay. Yeah, uh, corner cornerback Janessa. Fun walk. Uh, Benedict Link, who's Benny, Enrico uh, Eno as well, and Ilias Economidis, um, who's Ili, and Torsten Carrer, who's Suna. So uh, and. Those, uh, those last two are the subs. So, no, Sad Toaster hasn't made it. He is a very good player. But which mm. of those seven incredibly strong players would you, uh, well, like world championship tier players, would you take out? It is just um, Germany doing what Germany does in, in international competitions. Well, again, Sad Toaster is a really top bloke, so any of them can get out for him for me. Yeah. <laughs> This is why. This is why, Ben. I'm afraid you wouldn't be a good team captain. Oh yeah, I know, because you'd have never got in. <laughs> Fortunately, I'm not from the same country as you. I mean, you abandoned your country to come to mine. <laughs> uh, I mean, so who's going to come second in this group? Is the question. I mean, once again, it's probably European bias, but I'm going to put my money on Iceland. You know, I, mean, I looked at the full I... squadron guys from there, haven't we? Well, Gisley's their coach, so yeah. Gisley, the, the the host of Full Squadron Radio, is is their coach, and he's not playing. And when oh. I looked on the rest of the names, I'm like, oh, 
Um, why why is he not playing? He's you know really good. He's, so I say he's a very good player, isn't he as well? So you know I do wonder why he's not playing. If um, you know, is it something other than all of these other seven people are better than me, um, or is it you know I don't have the time, capacity, space. I don't enjoy TTS rationale for not playing, but. Um, I don't know anybody from any of the countries other than the lads we know from Scotland. Um, I, I think mean, Iceland have got a a strong contingent. If Gisley's dropping himself because the other players are better, then I think, Matthew, you're probably right to stick thumbs up for them. But um, to, to give a counter-argument to my own argument, uh, so I remember New Zealand... I remember reading a blog from somebody. I will not remember the name, but it was a New Zealand person. And they had a team tournament and they went to the Australian team tournament. And I think New Zealand easily won that. And Australia is also a team that's incredibly strong. Yeah. So New Zealand, I don't know the players, but I remember reading the blog and I just kept thinking to myself, man, this guy is smart. And that's all the info I can get, uh, I can give. But just, I think New Zealand is probably going to get underestimated. Also, yeah. is New Zealand spelled wrong? I have, I, I have dyslexia, so you know. I have too. That's why I'm having to ask. It has got an A in it, if that's your question. No, because it's spelled Z E L A N D. Yeah, it's spelled wrong. Okay, cool. I'm not going crazy. Oh, uh. But there is a lot of strong players in New Zealand. Yeah, um, I'm just and... I'm just looking across. I've, I recognise a couple of the names of, of people from New Zealand um, from where I don't know. Um, but I mean, yeah, it, it's 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 going to be a tough one, and I think it's genuinely a very open group. That one, and to be honest. I would like to rem- uh, remind people that Peru is. Uh, I think the system open for South America is in Peru. It's in Lima, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's so right. It's, if it's they, the if they put it one. there, yes, if they put it there, they put it there for a reason, probably. And I remember watching the stream of either the top eight or the top four, and at least four or five people were from Peru in the top eight. Yep. So it's gonna it's gonna be a three way between New Zealand, Iceland, and Peru, probably. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I, I, I genuinely think it's open because we know a bunch of the Scottish team as well. Um, you know, because they've been to our store and you know played in our turn in our in-person tournaments, and none of them are slouches. Like they're all strong players. Yeah. Um, they might not be top-tier, world-class. You know, Marcel Manzano, Oli Pocknell. You know. Timo Rab level of X-wing player, but none of them are are bad. Um, except Ed, and, except Ed, but he doesn't listen to the podcast, so you're wasting yeah. your you're wasting your bants. But I don't get a chance to insult him to his face right now, so this is the best I can get. <laughs> Just tag him and make sure he and listens. I, and I miss his stupid face. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to point out that the unofficial world champion is from South Africa. That's true. The other if guy you're who counting, won the... If you're counting galaxies as the unofficial world championships, that's the guy from South Africa. Yeah, the guy who won the first galaxies. He is indeed. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Too many, too many options. Too many picks. Whatever we pick is gonna get, go wrong. So I'm just gonna stick with Iceland. 
it's a, it's an open group. We'll say it's an open group. Hot take: Scotland second place. There you go. Shall we? Um, I'm going to skip over Group C to last because I think we'll end up talking the most on that since that's where all you lot are. So I'm going to go on to Group D now. The group of death. This is the group of death. Yeah. 100%. So we've got um, USA, Sweden, Spain, Malta, Australia, uh, Chile, and Hungary. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Spain last year's winners. So they obviously know what they're doing. And also have seven incredibly good players. Oh, yeah. So not just that it was, uh, it's not just the organizational element of, you know, getting the pairings right and that whole process and, you know, the, the overall strategy um, for winning. Because it's not just about going, oh, well, whatever, you play him, you play him. There's, you know, the whole throwing somebody under a bus with a terrible matchup in round one to secure two better matchups the following couple of rounds and things like that and that kind of level of strategy is the thing that experienced captains um from places like spain italy um and it's the thing that ollie is really looking forward to about it he's almost looking forward to the captain game more than he's looking forward to his act- <laughs> his actual ga- games i bet um, ollie's got his own spreadsheets hasn't he <laughs> of course, of course. She literally learned the rules for that captain game. <laughs> uh, just chuck a random list out when they tell you to pick one. And, pick um, the number th- between one and seven. You, you got this. <laughs> you'll you'll really upset the ones that are taking it really seriously if you do the if you do the list picking equivalent of tossing your rocks onto the board in turn zero. I mean, I, I, I would I would like to point out that against really good players, doing the dumbest thing possible sometimes works. <laughs> If, the, if there's going to be any hot takes, I'm going to give this hot take as to the way I play. Sometimes making the dumb maneuver surprises people. <laughs> He's never going to 4K here. He's going to one forward. Oh. I, I, I remember playing a game against uh, Green Dragon, Rafael, and I know he yelled at me, why did you do something so stupid? I would never have predicted it. <laughs> so it sometimes works. <laughs> sometimes nine times out of ten it works every time <laughs> so like group d and this is the thing the only team here that i don't think has a chance of doing well is hungary and that's only because i don't know any of the hungarian players i i do and i think you're wrong okay I mean, uh, not. I'm. I'm not gonna pick them as the dark horse, but I think they can hold their own in the lower part of that group. I mean, is this gonna be one of those ones where everybody kind of ends up four and three or three and four, and it, 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 you I know, mean, one team? Uh, those uh, first three th- three teams, I think, are gonna battle it out. But I think no. I I don't think there's gonna be like a zero and seven team here. Zero and six. Since it's a smaller group, I think everybody's walking away with like a win or two at least. Like my my spiciest take on this one is that I think that Team USA has brought not the strongest team that they could have put together. Um, I think that it's been very uh, it's it, it's been selected by Marcel based on players that he knows can play a certain list or a certain ar- certain archetype. Um, but that sometime he he may have left aside some stronger players 
But that said, you know, he's the captain, so he's taking a decision on, you know, not filling a football team full of superstars, but instead, you know, having people who will do the job that the captain needs them to do kind of thing. Um, and I, But I look at Australia and Malta and Spain and Sweden, and they've all got three or four players who you would never bet against if you saw them in a Swiss tournament. Um, and they were flying their own lists into whatever the field threw at them. Um, and I'll come back to the point um, when we're talking about Group C um, as well. But, you know, um, and then you look at some of the players that Sweden have left on the bench. So Chris Bengtsson from the 186 squadron is a sub for Sweden. Um, they've, you know, they've got Nicholas God, um, Andreas Carlsson. They've got players who you just can't bet against. Um, so those are two really good players you just mentioned yeah, there. yeah 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 exactly so you know if you say right well these are the two guys we're always going to give a win to because whoever gets paired into them doesn't matter if there's matchup gap they've got a really good chance of coming out with a win in that game um they only need to find two more wins from the other five pairings every round you know <laughs> so I, I, but, I'm actually gonna agree with you I, uh, I think Sweden and Spain get out here. I mean, it's a hot take because everybody's kind of assuming that it's going to be the USA and one over, one other. I mean, I'm just going to go for the hottest take and I'm going to say Sweden and Spain. I, I, think I, so. I, I think that as well, actually. I think you, you can't overlook Australia because they've got yeah. incredibly good players. Like um, their team captain is actor um, and he's an incredibly yeah, but... good player. I mean, but just going back to pure depth, I think I think in general most of these groups are going to be decided on the quality of the sixth and seventh player, and not on the quality of the top three players. And just Sweden and Spain, I mean, their substitute would be our captain. It's not even close. And I think Australia might have an issue with their sixth and seventh players. Not them specifically, but as a concept of just depth. Compared, again, against, again compared to Sweden and Spain, I think every single person in Group D would be the Croatia's captain. This is like talking about cricket, because you're talking about teams that have got a very strong opening partnership, but then a very long tail. And that's like if the if the first few batsmen don't get lots of runs, the team just falls over. Um, it's an interesting concept of having a couple of superstars with a weaker team is um, is unlike cricket, which isn't very interesting. Well, thanks. <laughs> I did think as soon as I thought this is a bit like cricket, I was like, "Is this analogy going to work?" I was like, "It's not going to work," because you don't do cricket in Croatia, do you? I mean, I know off cricket. I saw a game <laughs> once, and I, then I turned off the channel Sorry. after fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's we a bit only, like we only like it over here because we can have a tea break in the middle of it. It's yeah. it's it's basically pints. It's it's day, it's 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 day drinking with well, there's something going on on a field. Baseball, but I don't need no sports. Tell me, I can drink in the day. Yeah, it's like baseball, but less <laughs> happens. Which is saying something. Oh my god! 
So, right, hot hot take for the Sith Takers podcast then. Spain and Sweden getting out of the group of death, leaving yeah. the USA to drink shots of hot sauce, if um, I'm understanding the bets that are going on at the minute between Team USA and Team England um, are correct. Um, Malta are a bit of a dark horse in this. Malta have got a very strong, I say a very strong team. They've got a, a strong team with some incredibly strong players um, hitting up in it. So, um while I think Spain and Sweden will come out, there's upsets galore waiting to happen in this. Um, again, I think the captain's game will be a big a big deal, hitting those good pairings for, as, as you said, Matthew, kind of players four, five, six, and seven um, are probably going to be the most important things in these. Mm. I mean, in general, but yes, especially in this group. Especially, yeah. Yeah, I think somebody like Germany can probably afford to not think that hard in their group. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're, 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 you know, I was, I was going to try and disagree with that, but I can't. Germany are going to be in the, they're going to be in the final, you know, they might as well just mark down, you know, a bunch of five, two wins and just call it a day. Um, but anyway, a seven Oh, can, can Germany get through without dropping a game? That's the question. <laughs> I think if anyone gets through without dropping a game, that is a it's quite a thing to be done um, in oh, itself, it's a, isn't it? Yeah, it's astonishing. Yeah, um, because the the matchups are picked and curated, and you know the team captain can, you know, say right, there's a trajectory simulator tossing proton bombs um, into your tie swarm. Right, we're going to win this one. Yeah, <laughs> if you if you conspire to lose that game, your captain would get very very grumpy. A little bit of a spoiler alert there, eh, Rich. <laughs> Uh, um, so no, 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 nobody's using tie swarms. Still, be... <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get onto Group E. So we've got the Netherlands, Mexico, Denmark, uh, Serbia. Wow, Team Serbia as well. This is well impressive. Uh, France, Switzerland, and then Japan as well. I think um, this is the group for hot takes. This is the one that everybody, that everybody, including me, is going to get wrong. <laughs> so. Do you think that the seeded team, the Netherlands, will make it out of this team, out of this group? Yes. Okay. Your takes can't be that hot then. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the issue is who gets out with them? Because, yeah. I mean, France, yeah, but I mean, the, 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 the play level co- compared to some other groups is much more equal. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to use one of my very informed choices again, and I'm going to choose Japan because that's where we wanted to go on our honeymoon. I mean, have you actually seen Japan's uh, roster? It's basically US. It's the second team for the US. <laughs> so Joe Congdon, um, Takuda Joe. Um, I've played against him. He, uh, he love, lovely, lovely man. Um, he works out there as a minister um, in Japan, and he plays X-wing. Um, so he's their team captain, um, and they've got um, a guy called Raven Cat who lives out there as well. Is his nickname? Um, but he's Joe Woodworth, so he's another American that, that again lives in Japan. Um, so they've got a bunch of U.S. players who do live in Japan, and I think Ryan Fleming is a Merc. I think he's um, friends with um, the the expat Americans living there. Um, but yeah, I mean. 
talk about unknown quantities like i didn't know that outside of a handful of people there was a big um, x-wing scene in japan so i'll be interested to see how that one goes that's interesting so like, who dares to give the hot take who's gonna make it out with netherlands i mean france so has got a lot of good players as well Fr- france is a very strong team Mexico is again a strong team. They've got a bunch of good players. Switzerland is a strong team. They've got a bunch of really good players. Japan has got at least four good players whose names I recognize as being, you know, I mean, yeah, the, the, those Japanese people and the Americans, <laughs> you know, it's. Wow, okay, that was a tiny, <laughs> tiny bit overboard there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Cause like, um, as well as that, we're not even talking about Denmark and, um, you know, Denmark again have got, I think they might have a long tail. Um, I don't, I don't know. I think they've got a couple of very strong players. Um, friend of the show, he'll be listening, Chris Jesperson, um, who comes over to the Sith Taker Open and stuff, um, is on the Denmark team as well. So I'm looking forward to, to watching his results. But my hot take for this one, I think um, Netherlands and France, and it doesn't feel like a hot take, to be honest. That, that's the coldest take for this group. Yeah, I, I can't think of... But then what, what do you know about Serbia, Matja, that we don't I, know? Cause... I mean, I played a practice tournament with Serbia. Uh, I think... They they are a good team, but unfortunately they had issues getting their best players to play online. And okay. if if uh, Serbia came in guns blazing with their first seven players, my hot take would have been Serbia. But with the issues they had, I don't see them getting out of the group. They've got Filip Vukic. They are they are incredibly top heavy. Yes. Okay. By incredibly top-heavy, you mean they've got Filip Vukic and then six other players? Is that what you I mean? mean? Uh, I would like to point out that Sava is a top-16 Euros player. Oh, okay. And probably one of the best Jedi players currently in Europe. Nice. But unfortunately, the other top players maybe have not all, all shown up. Okay. So they've got... Okay. Interesting. I was just looking at Salva's list, and that's interesting. Warthog 2 arcs and Obi-Wan Kenobi with CLT. I flew that. I was terrible with it. (laughs) (laughs) This counted as a bad list. It must be be the list that's bad. (laughs) It seems like your style, Jousty. Yeah, no, it's it's um like and a mid, like a, mid, a little ace. You like to have a little yeah. ace now, then, don't big, you? Big, big, big jousting block and a little ace sitting off to one side. It's a it's a nice list archetype. I just I could never quite make it work, or I think I got bored of flying a lat and decided mm. to move back on to other things. So, who do you think's getting out of this one, Ben? I'm sticking with Netherlands and Japan. Yeah, just for a super hot take. And if I'm nice and someone from Japan hears, they might let me come over and stay for my honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Matcha? I mean, unfortunately, I have to go with the most coldest of takes and say Netherlands and France. Yeah. But did, did, in the end, did we pick all eight seeded teams or did we at least... Is it? Did we pick the eight seeded teams for the four groups? Uh, not quite, no. No, because Wales were seeded. Oh, we've not been to Group C yeah, yet. Yeah, we haven't been to Group C, yeah. 
Um, I could see Mexico doing well, to be fair, though, as well. Because I think there's a lot of players there who don't actually get to travel far, especially not to, um, like, because usually XTC's in Europe, isn't it? It's quite expensive uh, to travel that far just for a bit of X-Wing. I think I think there's going to be some interesting differences because playing online is different to playing in person, um, obviously. But having players who are more considered about what action am I going to take, what move am I going to do, um, it's really easy to click quickly thinking that you're slowing the game down or that you know the right decision so you click on something where if you have to do a physical activity of moving your hand picking a token up and putting it down next to a ship um then it gives you that extra second and a half after you think you've made the decision to have those second last thoughts whereas if your finger's hovering over you know um two buttons and if you click one you get a focus and if you click the other you get a target lock or an evader whatever um it's easy to to quickly just click on something and go oh man i wanted to boost <laughs> or or whatever um so i think yeah it's I, I think a lot of us are well i certainly am basing this on kind of looking at results and my knowledge of people from pre online play um as well as online play and there are some names who are doing really well in both, you know, like Fan, um, Langalan, who's you know an exceptional player, and um, Timo uh, Rab, who again exceptional player. So um, it'll be interesting to see how it works out. I'm really excited to be honest. I was a bit kind of meh until the draw happened, and now it's starting to feel like it's it's about to ramp up and go full speed, and it's getting good. Shall we get onto the group that you're all in now? Shall we? Uh, just uh, maybe Tim wants to jump in as well, defend his honour when we start talking about Team England. So we're going to go Group C. So we've got Canada, England, Ireland, Philippines, Finland, Wales, Colombia, and Croatia. Yeah. So how do you feel about the draw then, Tim? Um, I think certainly uh, it could have been easier. Um, there were. Uh, three wild card teams: uh, South Africa, Canada, and I think Singapore, which uh, geographically didn't fit into the other other groups uh, or the the buckets they called them. So there was like, um, the, you know, the seed one, seed two. There was a couple of Euro buckets, the um, Oceania bucket, South America bucket, and all that. And uh, I think we were kind of hoping that maybe we we would dodge one of the wild card teams, uh, but you know. Drawing Canada into our group as well uh, is is certainly going to mix it up. Having uh, hung around with a load of um, some very good Canadian players at Worlds in uh, 2019, so Cam Murray, Devon Monkhouse, um, they've got a very strong team. Um, you know, and it's not just good players. Um, and I think you guys have been touching on it a bit. It's good players that have been playing a lot of online X Wing. Um, so you know, Cam's been playing, uh, placing well um, at you know events, um, as have you know members of you know the Irish team. Uh, Wales have got some uh, you know good players. Finland um, don't know an awful lot about the Philippines, but I know that they've got a very good uh, sort of community base over there. Um, I think that was I think the Philippines was where it was. One guy bought up loads of kits um, so that he could basically. Sort of kickstart, you know, the scene over there. Um, Colombia, um, we've been, I think we've actually, I think England have actually drawn Colombia in the first round. So, you know, we've been doing a little bit of research on, on, on some of their players, and you know, they've they've got you know a good player base as well. 
and, and of course Croatia. Um, you know, you can't can't write them off, but I think it's a little bit disappointing in a way to draw Ireland and Wales just because you know we obviously know each other an awful lot. I mean, uh, obviously Rich and me are at the same club. Uh, we've been playing a lot with the Tontons recently, who are you know sort of very um, you know make up a large. Uh, group of uh, of the Irish team. Uh, I think got Cormac, haven't you, playing for you as well? Yeah, um, so we've got um, Cormac and um, Gary Colton from, and myself, and the rest are Tontons. So there's two subs and then four uh, players from the Tontons. And no, no, I haven't. No, we've got Nick Harris as well from Firestorm. Um, I thought, is, is I thought in he was the Ireland team. Uh, he has previously been Welsh, similar <laughs> to how Ollie Pocknell and Tom Reid have both also been Welsh um, and Dutch and all sorts of other nations, depending. But um, yeah, no, it's um, so there's I'm trying to think now. I think there's three Tontons, myself from the Sith Takers, Gary Colton um, from I can't remember what his squadron's called. Uh, Wump Rats, maybe it's the the Dublin squadron. Then Cormac Higgins is is one eight sixth, um, and then we've got Nick from from Firestone Firecast. Um, so yeah, it's a I think it's a broad yeah, spread. I, I think you guys have you've, you've hit some like really important nails on the head with your discussion, and I think it's not necessarily the good players in the teams that will get the wins. It's the depth of your team, and yeah. you know it is that. That you know, player five, six, seven. You know, are they just taking spaces in your team so that you get the seven players, or are they actually going to bring you wins? Uh, and that is probably what will determine what teams make it through and what teams don't, because you know the tie breaks uh, are quite brutal. So it's uh, it's round wins is the first one, then it's uh, it's actual wins. So a seven zero is better than a five two, for example. Um, so for Germany, you know, if they do go out and you know crush their group, and yes, they may lose may lose a round, maybe. Uh, but you know, you'd imagine that they're going to probably you know rack up a lot of points, and I think that's what a lot of the teams, certainly in Group C and Group D, if you win, you're going to want to win big, um, because it is going to come down to tie breaks. Because I think the next tie break is head to head. It's MOV and then head no, to head. No, no, no. MOV is right down the bottom. Oh, no, it's head to head and then MOV. Is yeah, it? I mean, yeah. literally, MOV does not matter. If it gets to the MOV, yeah. I mean, so head to head is like if you're going to lose a game, don't lose a game against one of the other teams that may finish second if, you, if you're going to finish second. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it would be very interesting. And, you know, it's a nice, nice spread of countries. So, you know, Having got you know Colombia and Philippines, have you know two teams we don't get to play an awful lot, if at all. Um, you know Canada, we don't play an awful lot. Um, uh, yeah, and, yeah. I'm 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 looking forward to the time differences. I'm also looking forward to the fact that I've got, um, you know, in a, in eight uh, eight countries, we've got um, a couple that are you know far away and will or well three that are far away and will require significant effort to arrange games and then we've got um the other five that are kind of within one hour of each other in time zone so i just um, think as i was gonna say i was just looking at it so colombia i think are five hours behind the uk so six yep. hours behind central europe and uh philippines are eight hours ahead or seven yeah. hours ahead um, yep. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see how those games uh, we, we we can fit them in. But that's where 
um we've been organizing on the england page uh actually getting people to like sort of say week by week if they've got any weeks where they're going to be busy and then we can look at you know what you know if one of the subs are going to have to step in and what list they may have to fly um yeah because like, so i mean i was gonna say hot hot takes on this group um i mean but... i have the hottest take whenever you're ready <laughs> you, you, you go Go for uh, Those two can shut up. Croatia, Croatia will decide the group, but not in the way you think it's gonna matter. So we're go- we're coming in less. So the amount you dumpster us is gonna de- uh, define who's gonna go second. So we're we're gonna decide the group by <laughs> who we are going to lose the least. Yeah, no, so, I mean, that, yeah, I mean that could actually really matter come the end of the event. Yes. Yeah. Like if if there's one team that I don't know ships you know seven losses every single round, but actually manages to just lose you know three four, um, then yes, that could have a massive impact on 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 a group. So yes, we are gonna decide the group from the bottom. That's my hot take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the in in terms of my 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 thoughts, my reactions to the draw. Um, it was a bit disappointing, as, as Tim said, to be drawn against people that we play against. Uh, I'm looking forward to the the round against England because, um, with it being the British Isles, there's more riding on it than just seven games of of X-wing. There's basically bragging rights forever. Um, if anybody doesn't follow, um, like the the Six Nations in rugby or literally any sport, um, the the way that the British Isles goes is we all don't care who wins as long as England loses. <laughs> um, so you know, I think that's going to be maintained here oh, in this group. Ireland's <laughs> obviously going to be sad at the end of it, but you know, yeah, possibly. I mean, <laughs> on a so like, more serious but, but, note, who are we expecting to go second? I would. Almost I, say Canada before Ireland. So no, I no offense. Well, no, I mean I like none taken. We were surprised to be put in the in the pot of second seeds. To be entirely honest, um, we we thought we were going to be kind of in one of the the regional buckets um, with a <laughs> with, with a, a little jaunty underdog hat on. Um, but uh, unfortunately, somebody's painted a target on us. Um, and I'm not sure who was responsible for talking Ireland up in the second seed spot. Um, probably, probably Connor. Possibly. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I look at the, the teams and I think that any four of Canada, England, um, Ireland... And I'm going to say Finland, but then again, Eurocentric bias, apart from the, the Canada stuff, um, have an opportunity to, to get through. Um, I don't know the Colombian players at all, other than the, the one guy or the two guys I've played from, from over that way. And they are good. I'm looking, you know, kind of across the lists because our team captain has told us what lists everybody in our group has got. Um, they've got a very broad spread, very strong um, meta Met the tier list, so you know, resistance jousting block, a couple of um, ace and gang lists, um, like so Kylo with um, first order, um, what are they called, Thai SFs, um, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, one of the things that we don't have in, in Ireland is an aces list, really. Um, we've kind of majored in on beef um, and, and big things like that um, to try and minimize losses where we do lose um, to minimize the amount of MOV that we lose. Um, the, the theory being that if you fly in aces, you can just 
lose a game really quickly if you have a variant spike. Um, has kind of upset me to see how many people are using Hera token passing um, <laughs> <laughs> across the entire tournament. Um, but particularly in our group, I think there's of the of the of the eight, I think six, no five, are using some form of Hera, or is it four? It's, like it's good or something. Uh, I, I think yeah. there's a lot of focus being formed in our group. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a there's a lot of focuses. Um, they are different though, because like a couple of the guys have taken um, wedge instead of benthic. Um, it's worth pointing out that um, Andrew Oler, who we had on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, who's who's won stuff um, with this, um, is playing the rebelist for Canada. So um, no guessing what he's going to be taking. Uh, so you know he's he's taking his version. Um, and I did notice something interesting. Um, Travis Foss, who is uh, a known name from Australian X-Wing is the coach for Team Philippines. Um, so he's not involved with the Australian team, but he is involved with the Philippines team, which are just mm-hmm. a little fa- fascinating fact there. Um, but, um, I mean, I was looking at the... Uh, I, I talked about, um, like, if you've got three incredibly strong players who you can rely on to win games every single time um in your team then you know you put yourself in a really good position for winning rounds and the thing that i think jumps out to me about the england team is the lineup um so tom who's a sith taker um is flying scum he's flying mux and auto blaster six um which i wasn't expecting i thought no, they i would... was surprised there yeah i thought they were going to put him either on resistance or on separatists for um double fire sprays but um but yeah, they've got Tom, and you would never bet against Tom in any competition to lose a game. Um, you know, it's be like he he will figure out how to win, even on even on a bad matchup where he gets matchup gapped or chucked under the bus. He'll be sitting there figuring out how to win the game. Um, you know, we had him on last week, and and he talked a lot about his approach to, you know, how he thinks about the game and how he prepares for the for games. So you know, I can guarantee you, he will be running that Mux six list into the ground at the minute. Um, and obviously, oh. if Tom's not able to make a game, Tim has done all right with Mux and Thick. Well, <laughs> as I pointed out to Tom last well. night, I will be giving him an awful lot of grief if he ends up losing with my list because it is—it's uh, <laughs> no in in certain matchups, it's it's extremely strong. Um, yeah, but I think Tom, um, Tom is good at turning his hand to any list as well. Yeah, yeah, and if you look at the lists that um have been put in place so you know julian hood you'd never bet against him to lose um and he's put in his um a new version of his um i4 i4 imperialist he's put kestel in instead of so he's My got fifth brother seventh sister death rain and lieutenant kestel instead of what was the other it's instead of ved foslo yeah um so uh making all of that focus passing um not matter because you can't spend focus tokens so i can see that the tactic there is they're going to pair julian into um those um those rebel lists uh, and try and nuke some ships out um by no preventing one, them from no spending one ever focuses. remembers what that ship does either do they yeah until, until it does it to you we're like just um, that freeze roll dash like i'll spend that no 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 you won't <laughs> Yeah, and um, and and actually, a shout out to Ollie Pocknell, who's brought my second favourite ship in the game, which is N One Anakin. Um, so he's flying Republic for England, and he's got N One Anakin um in oh, his squad. So yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Just I, I, just just APTs oh, was, on it. What's the full list actually? 
uh, the full the full list or what ships he's bringing. <laughs> I've got the ships he's bringing is is N one Anakin, Obi Wan, and an Etta, which is probably the crit meme version, yep. and yep. then two seven B knights. Oh wow! Yeah, because because mm. every thought he was going to bring triple aces. Yeah, I did. It's like he's good with him or something. <laughs> he's mean... one of the most patient ace players I've ever seen play. Yeah, Ollie is a very good XTC captain. You know, he is. He's got a plan. Um, he's built the team around the plan, and it's little things like um, thinking early that we wanted to have a, a droid swarm because um, we felt that that um, you know. We felt that other teams were going to have answers for fire sprays, and uh, so it was it was looking at you know what else do you do, and that's and that's it. Like you know, you you were saying earlier about you know you thought Tom would be on the double fire sprays or the resistance jousting block and stuff, and it has been all over the place. I mean, we've only really confirmed everything this week. Um, you know, do I take talk or swarm? Does Tom take resistance? Does somebody else take you know something else? And I think that is the the strength of the squad is that you've got people that can play different lists. Um, yeah, and interesting, their resistance list is um, the four Procket Advanced Optics um, I-5 A-Wings. Which so is a with... great call if you're going into a curated tournament, I think. Yeah, because the w thing that loses against is, is matchups. Yeah. Um, but if you can put that in against some stuff that brings out big bases, then... Yeah, I that's... think that's a wonderful call against the current meta, and in a, sp a custom tournament where you can basically eliminate all your bad matchups. So is if Ollie decides to give Lloyd all the good matchups, Lloyd's gonna be laughing. <laughs> That's I mean, the thing. Yeah. Ollie is excellent at reading the meta though, isn't he? Yeah. So um well I, I mean he, he's got a he, plan for a lot of lists. Yeah, he's been he's been talking about it a while and he's had um Lloyd and Fulon who do the veteran instincts um podcast. He was talking about it a little bit when he was on um Ollie a, a few weeks ago. Um and they've, you know, they they are both, all three of them, very very analytical players. I know Julian is a very analytical player as well, so I I, I suspect Tim can at this point jump in and say, oh yeah, that's been full of you know, high level significant conversations about you know what's going to be played and brought by who and how to counter it and all that kind of stuff because that's the kind of conversations that those guys have um, when they record stuff and when they produce content. Well, I'll um, tell you, I tell you the, the funniest thing uh, that's happened this week was uh, my Discord notification went off on my phone midday on Monday, and I think Paul posted up going, oh, I've got a great idea for a change to my list. And I just started chuckling, and of course, Ollie's like, yeah, list submission was last night. And he's like, oh, no, I, I didn't mean for this event, but I could imagine like Ollie's just heart sank a little bit. Suddenly like, oh, yeah, what, I changed my list. No, deadline was last night. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting one because we were talking about teams with um, like a long tail and England doesn't have a long tail and obviously Ollie's come in with a plan um, and he'll be feverishly working away at the minute looking at our matchups and, you know, who are you going to throw in against what and, you know, what kind of lists are you going to, you know, prep against and are you are we going for a 4-3 here? Are we going for a 5-2 or do we think we can get a 7-0, you know, depending on how it goes? So... Yeah, that whole captain's game thing is um, it's fascinating to me. And uh, I'm a little bit looking down the 
the, the assortment of different list archetypes that exist across um, the the other six teams, I'm a little bit nervous <laughs> at some of the, <laughs> at, at the choices that I made for what list I'm going to bring. So, yeah. You mean Benny? So yeah, I did decide on. I, I had a choice, um, and and it was my decision was basically: do I bring um, Jousty McJoustface or some version of it, or do I bring Venny? Um, and Gary, who's our team captain, basically said, "You can bring Venny if you want because you're confident and have reps with it, and you know how to play it into different lists and what to do." Um, and we t- talked about this last week, you know, having reps with a list that you're comfortable with is better than picking something up that you're not so happy with. Um, the thing that swung it, though, was he was asking me to play the, the joisting block, but the thing that swung it was, um, well, I'd said I might not be able to play the full day or the full weekend event if we do make the the finals. Um, and he was like, well, if that's the case, then you have to fly your joisting block because I don't think either of our subs would be able to fly Venny XA like I do um, because it requires reps and it requires a bit of practice. Um, but he was confident that they'd be able to do a job with the jousting list. Um, so basically when they said, oh, it's okay, don't worry, you can change your lists between the group stages and the final, it was like, well, work away, mate, do any if you like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, and, and I think that's going to be the next interesting bit is when they reopen the lists again after the group stages for the finalists, there's going to be a, a, a huge amount of counter-meta um, stuff where, you know, people are looking at what people have brought and thinking, are they going to stick with that? because they've done well with it, are they going to, you know, switch out to other lists and other archetypes or, you know, even in our group, like even in our group, it's hilarious looking down the separatist lists and you see, um, so you've got Canada have got um, Grievous, um, Zam and Burwer Cret, that list at 185, so that Zem's bidding under, but then you've got Django Zam at 199 in Colombia, 196 in Croatia, 198 in England, uh, 195 in Ireland, 195 in the Philippines, and 194 in Wales. So there's a little... The Wales underbid us all, damn it. Yeah, Wales have cut a couple of upgrades just to just to get Zango, Django Zam underneath the other people. Um, well, so Yeah, but ours isn't Django Zam. What's yours? We're Droid Swarm. Oh, yeah, you've got, you've got Droid Swarm. So, yeah. But yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, which is yeah one one nine eight with a droid swarm, so a bit of a bid so that Dom can decide whether he's going to go first or second. Um, yeah, Dom is first. It's Dom got the Septus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's an excellent droid player as well. Yeah. So oh, you wow. can see the, the 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 signs here of Ollie of Ollie curating the team, picking the team for the lists <laughs> that he's going to use. Um, because um, Ian Barker slash Liam Baker, friend of the podcast and fellow Sith taker, not bitter at all. Um, no. <laughs> um, I think he was more uh, bitter that nobody wanted him. <laughs> he was in discussions with Ollie, and he was in the shortlist for Team England. And in the end, Ollie basically said, "I've decided I'm taking the Droid Swarm, not something else." Um, if we were taking something else, Liam, you'd have been in because you've done really well with something else. But I'm asking Dom because we're taking the droid swarm. So there's very obvious signs there that, um, you know, Ollie, as we said before, has a has a plan and is sticking to it. Um, so that's captaincy for you, isn't it? Anyway, good. So who, so, have, you got, who have you got first round, Matthew? Do you know yet? Uh, no. 
I unfortunately did not have enough time to do any preparations today. So if you actually do have it open and you can tell me and we can pretend I don't know. I knew it already. I, I don't know who anybody else has got, but I do know who we've got. We've got whales. Well, um, when, did you, when did you get the info? Which email did I forget to check? I don't. I I, I got told by my captain that we had whales. Um, oh my god! I'm such a failure. <laughs> I don't know if it's uh, if it's been published yet. Um, I'll I'll find it. It's it's somewhere I, where I forgot to check. Yeah, I'm just looking at. Ollie's not online. I mean, I could message him uh, to see if. He I, knows it, it, I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's fine. Yeah, I, I have a week to prepare well, my spreadsheets. You, you, anyway, you're definitely not playing England, Colombia, Ireland, or Wales. Wow, Canada, so Canada. we have reduced a lot of possibilities. So, there. yeah, Canada, <laughs> Philippines, Finland. Which, uh, yeah, I don't think any of them will be easy games. I mean, the, realistically speaking, if we are planning on taking points from anybody, our, our only and best chance and this is going to sound Eurocentric again, but it's probably going to be the Philippines. I'm, I'm looking at the lists that your, team have, that, that your team have chosen, and none of them are bad. They're all strong lists. So I played a game against Four Fangs and a Quad Jumper the other day. Oh, and it's, a, <laughs> it's a horrible list. It's disgusting. I've been You've trying got, that. Yeah, yeah, you've got you've got Sun Tier Vader fifth, so you've got pure imperial aces. You yourself are flying resistance jousting beef. Jousting McJoust um, face, yeah. A jousting McJoust face. Um, <laughs> the the hollow passive clusters eaters and Revis is another great first order salad. You know they're really they're all individually very strong lists. Um, not least, you know, you've got the enormous cannon that is you've brought Dash as your rebel list. Um, so, you know, dash with two supporting A-wings, um, one of whom is Wedge, who's not really a support. He's just another three dice gun for not very many points. So, you know, that dash is going to fly around and just pop off four and five dice attacks at people. Um, pair him into the right lists and he's just going to absolutely annihilate stuff. It's going to uh, be terrifying. Apparently, I need to prepare myself for actually, actually pairing people. That, <laughs> that would be useful. I mean... Because one of, one of the things that, you know, Rebel Token Passing doesn't like is, you know, four and five dice attacks. Yes, you just overwhelm or yeah. overwhelm their dice, yeah, basically. Yeah. Or, you, you, or block them. That would be even more better, but, but that's why not, not going to happen, probably. <laughs> oh, yes. Over, block, block them with your A-wings and overwhelm their dice with dash. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if that dash fires, it's, it's horrendous for that Rebel list because, you know... Calcatarn uh, dies in two shots, um, you know, and then Hera doesn't want to see a four or a five dice attack coming at her, um, and then all of a sudden you've got a U-wing that can't turn round, um, and then Garvin is suddenly neutered because he doesn't have access to free focuses anywhere. So, I mean, interesting things that I have seen, and I'm going to call a couple of them out in the lists. Um, somebody's traded, and I can't remember which team it is, it's not in our group, but somebody's traded Lorik into the Rebel Token Passing. Um, oh, yeah, so, you mentioned that. I can yeah. actually check while you talk. Um, 
which is which is just like I think they've taken Benthic out and put Lorik in instead. So even more um, defensive token passing um, on a three dice gun, who now suddenly you know can get a target lock or a focus from error or both, um, which is yeah, pretty scary. Um, so um, I thought about it to be honest, and then I discounted it as as too much. Um, but um, it's an interesting concept. Um, and then another one is um, Team Canada have put and. I'm not going to even lie about this. Angled deflectors on Rose Tico in a pod to take her down to three hull, no shields. And they've put Amelin Holdo on Ray. And basically, Rose is going to take a reinforce and pass it to Ray. And, and remember, then... Ray has patience, so you're giving the deplete back. Yeah, and you're giving the deplete back so that Ray is going to be um, full force reinforced, probably with a target lock. Um, and, and, also, and also within range two of Rose, and you're, you're going to know exactly where she is. That, yeah. that, that, that's my issue with that idea. Yeah, I mean, range two... Uh, the, oh, no, it has to be range two during engagement, doesn't it, for yeah. Holdo to work? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I genuinely think this is the initial engage. He, he cruises in with that token stack, takes something off the board um, between Poe and Ray. And then he doesn't mind about losing Rose at that point because she's done her job, which was to get Ray through the initial joust. She's cheap, but, isn't she? Oh, yeah, she's 26 points or something. <laughs> With angled deflectors, 28. <laughs> so, you know, um, or however much it is. But, I mean, it's um, just a couple of interesting things that jumped out at me about the lists. And I am going to be, once the lists are properly published in a legible format, um, I am going to be kind of trolling through them over the next couple of weeks and we'll doubtless over the next few episodes talk a little bit about interesting lists and things that we've seen as yeah. well as touching on our games as, as we go through. So I think Maybe we could just pick a group each week and look for a couple of interesting lists, have a chat about them, something like that. Yeah, yeah. that works. Mm. So I think, I think we're there. We've we really got not much more to say about it at the moment because nothing's really... Yet, who's it? who's gonna win the XTC? There you go. The only last question we can ask. Germany. Easily England. I'm voting for my boys. Absolutely. I always vote for Timbo Slice. Let's let's be honest though. It's win-win for the England team because if we don't qualify, then Ollie uh, has to go on uh, GSP and uh, do lots of shots of hot sauce. So I, I, can't, yeah. I can't I can't quite see where the motivation was for the England team. Because it's less like okay, <laughs> yeah. I I think I think that Germany have the have the 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 tools to win. I also think Spain have the tools to win. Um, I'm going to say that Spain won't retain it, and that'll go to Germany this time. I think so. Yeah, I you think said England wrong. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> the, the bit the biggest thing is is getting to the final. So it's much like you know that football analogy. You've got to get out of the group stage, and you know you you don't want to not make the final if you're one of these seeded teams because yeah like i said bragging rights and everything like that so i think that's the first step um or certainly on paper based on the names and you know the quality of the team i think you probably would say germany are favorites but once you get to the final anybody can if anybody can pull off that round win and it doesn't necessarily have to be spain england or one of the other big teams you know if germany drop a couple of games and the other teams don't, then you know they they can win win the tournament, and or anybody could win the tournament in that respect. 
Um, one thing to note, though, um, I believe you can change your players and you can change your list for the final. And AMG, I think there was a post yesterday that said that we are there will be points for when the Trident's released, um, but they're not going to be doing a points update till fall, which could be anywhere up to December. Um, so we're probably not... <laughs> Well, oh yeah, yeah. it's it's not gonna be included for the final. No, and no. that's yeah. like almost guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. So you're probably like you say you you you're probably gonna have similar lists of what we're seeing in the group stage at the final, uh, but there will be a little bit of meta tweaking, I imagine. Yeah, I think so, and and there might be a bid war depending on what's going on with Django Zam. Um, you know, I see people dropping it to like one eight three and all sorts of nonsense just to try and move last. Have you not? Have, um, you, not, have you not noticed? The, have you not noticed my talk or swarm? In the English, uh, is it a, one, uh, one nine eight? Oh yeah, you've dropped a couple of points, haven't you? Yeah, so it's actually it's quite interesting. We were discussing about other matchups that we might see stuff like Malara swarms and uh, other talk or lists and and other swarms, uh, droid swarms. Um, so. Uh, as much as I, I, I love Sonny for the memes, uh, rolling three natural evades against Fen Rao at range one, um, we decided to drop him so that I could, um, or Tom could, have uh, the bid in certain matchups. So, you know, that's the, little, that's, that's the little tactics that is really important in a, in a team event. Um, you know, in, in a larger event, I probably would still run at 200 with Sonny. Um, but yeah, it's very interesting to, uh, actually have the bid. Yeah. I hadn't noticed that actually. I'd, um, I'd blindly just typed it in. It's gone on that Tim's list and put Mox Auto 6 and, um, 200 <laughs> points next to it. And it's a, it's one and I've just updated my spreadsheet. So. Wow. Now the Irish team are, are frantically panicking, re redoing all their pairings and. Nah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, not mocks. Oh, like, there are too many mocks. It's like scum is just full of it and it's disgusting. It's like everywhere. Oh, and actually, oh, sorry, final shout out for me for Kester Smith, who has done repaints for the entire uh, team's list. Oh, um, has he? Yep. Yeah, so um, I've, oh. I've actually, uh, uh, I, I'll put a picture for you guys up in our, our little chat now. But um, yeah, it's uh, Kester's obviously done a little bit of work. Got that all done for us, which is uh, very nice of him. Oh, Kester does He's the a little best bit talented as well. They're always mm. awesome. The, like he does moving ones and all sorts. Yeah, he's a little bit talented, um, and yeah, he's a very, very good first order player as well. So, um, oh wow, <laughs> everyone matches. That's amazing. I kind of, I kind of want um, a big old Irish um, squad done now. But uh, we've, we, we've had um, Gary uh, Colton and um, Simon. Um, Willis to the um, Irish squad have been fiddling about with stuff in uh, in TTF um, for us, so we've all got um, spawning discs with the Irish team logo on them for spawning our lists from and all this kind of stuff. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's just just all this daft stuff that's helping to build kind of the team ethos of you know, you know, silliness. We've all got like Irish squadron target locks and stuff that we can use with our squad. So, doubtless the next thing is going to be painted up squad lists. But we'll see. Oh, it's cool because obviously usually you would all have like team shirts, wouldn't you? 
We've got hoodies and and t-shirts coming. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be wearing it at the at the Sith Taker Open. It's gonna be the first chance I'll have to wear it, so I'll have it on. <laughs> I think um, yeah, I think we're we're sorting out shirts as well, so we'll have something. Oh, that's good. It's sort of a bit of a memento, as such. Of you know, yeah, I was really... thinking that it'd be a shame not to have one to remember it by. I I think this is gonna be my one and only chance of playing in the XTC, so I'm I'm making the most of it, being fully involved. They don't. They might be desperate again. <laughs> yeah, it's it's more about the fact the next ones will be in person, and I won't be able to travel to them. But I know that, but I wasn't going to miss a chance to insult you. Oh, fair enough. It's a sign of love. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's wrap this up now. Then, uh, does anyone have any shout-outs before we call it a day? I've got one final thing to say, uh, which is... No, too late now. If, if you've not seen Flips's post, there is a new X-Wing uh, mod for the game. Uh, so on the Steam Workshop, you need to have a look for the X-Wing Unified mod. Uh, you want to subscribe to that and unsubscribe to the old one. Uh, all your saved objects, lists, cards, all that sort of stuff will, will transfer over. Uh, essentially it all comes down to the owner of the mod was the only one that could launch uh updates and the guy that did it originally i think is it cheesy i think his name was or something like johnny that? cheese yeah, yeah johnny cheese. so he's less involved these days and there was a little bit of a you know sort of delay in admin process to you know for flipster or whoever to get him the updates to then launch it so all it is is just bring it under flipster so that you know these updates are a bit smoother um, so if you haven't done already, uh, make sure you uh, go and get that from the Steam uh, library. Uh, what I've been told is that currently, this is what Kester was telling us last night, until there is an update on the new unified mod, you can play on old and new versus each other. But as soon as the new one is updated, then it won't be compatible. So you've got a little bit of time, but it's it's literally a few clicks of a button on your your steam well, I'm, you... I'm playing i'm playing against flipster in sith taker league this week um they did say that they were going to try and keep them synchronized for a little bit um in terms of releases but it might be that you know the release for the new one comes out on a monday and the release for the old one you know catches it up on a tuesday so there might be a bit of a disconnect so the easiest way to do it is as as you say tim go out and just there's, subscribe to yeah, the there's, thing. there's there's no reason not to do it so uh just yeah, yeah a public service announcement if you haven't done make sure you do it i'm glad you told me because i had 100% forgot yeah me too i, I thought <laughs> I'm, I'm, i thought i'm going to do that and then i haven't so i've i've literally just done it now <laughs> okay um the the other thing and it has just popped into my head because we've been talking about xtc and, and and other things was there was a bit of a uh, is it a spoiler we're not quite sure about the next um another release which is the resistance y wing um so we'll talk about it um properly probably next week um but yeah uh, there's a, a news of a potential two ship y wing pack coming out uh, so yay more y wings um because that's what I need in my box full of Y-Wings. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'll buy it because I can't... Oh, I'll buy it. We'll talk about it next week, though, because we've, we've, we're kind of over time anyway. Yeah, yeah. So um, any shout-outs from you, Rich? Uh, no, just um, to everybody in the XTC. Can't wait to smash you up. Tim's already had his. Uh, anything from you? From hey, was it? Matija, I'm not very good with names. I've been trying to get around it, though. I'm bad with it. 
No, it's perfectly fine. No, I, I'm good with shoutouts. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to the HTC. And hopefully we get to score some wins, maybe. You never know. <laughs> I believe you mean, in you. Do you, mean, do you mean game wins or round wins? I will start with game wins. And if we, if we graduate to round wins, then we're going to talk. Awesome. And I've just got a little shout-out to Mr. Bob D for two lovely games that we played on Thursday. Real-life X-Wing. With plastic spaceships, it was amazing. He's back. He's going to be back playing. Yeah, I, I played Rich um, Rich King the other week as well. So it's yeah, good but to I be had back fun with club. my games. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good to be. Jesus. It's good to be. It's good to be back in the club and seeing you know all the the guys that have been like the bar child and um, you know. It was nice to see the bar child. And uh, Polish Rob was in as well. Um, yeah, we we actually saw him on Thursday. Yeah, he was playing Netrunner because he plays everything. So why that not? Still exists. Uh, it's, Wasn't it's, it yeah, it was, but it's under fan ownership, and they've just done the first new release of of a card cycle um, under fan ownership. So um, <laughs> the community have kept it running and genuinely created new content, and new cards that everybody's using now as well. So really, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, he was playing it when we saw him actually. Yeah, that's pretty good. Right, so uh, then. Uh, it's uh, goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Rich. Goodbye. And goodbye from Matej. Thank you for having me. That was I've got it right now. <laughs> Never get it right again. <laughs> it's more funnier if you don't. It's going full meme. It's between Matja and Majita. And, but that was a Matic. That was. Uh... I'm trying to read it. and It's yeah, a stupid English brain. <laughs> 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 right. We'll see you all next week. Out of the embers, you are now